And um, I'm really another very, very busy lady just walked into the studio. Allison from the Pacific Whale Foundation. Why don't you get over there so I can look right into your eyes and talk to you one-on-one. Boy, there is so much happening with the Pacific Whale Foundation coming up in February that I just said I had to talk to you. Before we know it, it's going to be the uh, run for the whales coming up on February 10th, of course. Right. Which is um, massive. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, this year it's bigger and bigger and bigger than ever. We hope so. <laughs> we hope so. Well, you've added a lot of uh, walks and parts to it. There's more cakey events and things. and. Mm-hmm. And there's even a longer run, I think, this year, too. Um, I don't know if it's longer, but there's a different formulations from last year's yeah. 11.5-mile wow. run, uh, a 5K, a 10K, uh, and then a one-mile walk. Wow, I love that. Yeah. And so that's super, super important. I just want to – we'll mention this a lot of time, MauiWhaleFestival.org, because there is so much going on. Um, in case you want to check that out, you – probably should get on the run right away and download the form and sign up for that. It's happening in Ma'alaya, and it's really a, it's a big a big event. I mean, I think you had you had a lot of people come out for it last year. Yeah, close to um, 700, I believe, last lot. year. It is a lot. It is. It's grown every year. Um, and it's one of, I think it's probably one of the, the largest. It's, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's one of the largest Running and walking events on Maui. So. Well, there's a few reasons for that. Number one, it's a fabulous course. I it mean, is. right there by the ocean and mm-hmm, everything. Mm-hmm. And people love your T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get a free uh, run and walk T-shirt for participating. Um, you can also buy it if you you know aren't running and walking. We have a lot of people who come out to support the people who are um, actually in the races, so they bring their families. Uh-huh. We have entertainment um, the, for the whole time. We have uh, live music in the courtyard of the Malaya Harbor Shops. Um, for when they leave and when when the runners get back and there's going to be um some eco vendors there we give away prizes and the there's a medal ceremony when the race is over so there's a lot going on there's a lot to do even if you're not actually uh running and walking in the event itself well the pacific whale foundation has so much going on with this during this super busy time of the year Mm -hmm. how many people are, are involved in putting in all the whale events in february um, pretty much the whole organization is involved in some way. Um, it's our peak season in terms of uh, the eco tours that we have for whale watching. So uh, we have a lot of people on island, and we want to give them lots of things to do where they can learn about whales and um, participate with other like-minded people who are big fans of, of whales and our and our oceans. So um, we do pack most of our events in February, which is the height of uh, when the whale, we expect to have most of the whales here by that point. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going on a whale watch Friday. Yay! Oh, you know what? I don't go enough. I have a friend that tries to go on Stagash. She goes every week. Nice. She's a member. She well, goes it's every week and she every says, time. She, it is, and she just loves being on the water and she loves mm-hmm. seeing the whales. And she says, why not? Why, why not enjoy one of the most wonderful things to do and get out and see the whales? You Definitely. Know? We all get so busy sometimes we don't allow ourselves that, but we really should. Right. We really should. Okay, so there's this, like, I am very, very, very excited. And I want to go to this event, uh, an event coming up. The first ever Masquerade Gala is going to come up on um, Saturday, February 17th mm-hmm. at the King Kamehameha Club. 
And um, this is this is like a whole new era of something going on. And in and, and all the years I've been involved with the Pacific Well Foundation, like I, 29 years, I think, I have never seen a big mm-hmm. party like this. And this is like massive. And it's going to have my dear friend Peter Cater right. is going to be playing piano. And it's going to be like a red carpet event. I mean, so tell me about this whole idea of doing this masquerade gala. Yeah, we're very excited about it. It's, like you said, it's our inaugural event. Um, and we are we decided to go with a masquerade theme because we thought that would be fun and interesting. It's an opportunity for people to get dressed up. Um, it's going to be a very elegant night out. And uh, like you said, there's going to be a red carpet photo booth upon arrival. We're going to have uh, poo-poos made with sustainable seafood. Explain this. I do not understand <laughs> this. I, I was doing the commercial. And got, I do not understand what a poo-poos with sustainable seafood is. Right. Well, for for instance, on all of our uh, dinner cruises, uh, the Packwell dinner cruises, we if we are serving seafood, we uh, make sure it's sustainable seafood. So um, there's a uh, Monterey Bay Aquarium actually has a, a lot of uh, information and guidelines on making sure fish are caught from um, you know they're sustainably harvested fish that mm-hmm. they're caught using uh, methods that don't deplete the stock of fish. Um, just different guidelines to make sure that you are um, that the fish have, have been acquired in a way that is the most conservation minded. Interesting, because um, there's a lot of fishing methods that deplete stocks that you may not know where the the source of the fish is coming from and and things of that nature. So uh-huh. we make sure that um, so net fishing, no, <laughs> no, no well, big net net uh, gathering. I don't know if there's a lot of things that are just a categorical yeah. uh, no because it might depend. Depend on the type of fish, for uh-huh. instance, like certain type of fish may you may be able to use this type of method, but this type of method doesn't work for I learned something. for their population. I learned something. Yes. I, said, I never even knew about what a sustainable right. seafood bar mm-hmm. was. Yeah, so, so that's um, a first. Okay, right. So we're gonna have it's gonna sustainable seafood poo poos, uh, open bar. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't have your own masquerade mask, there'll be masks that you can um, that you can get as a part of your ticket. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yep. I like that. Uh-huh. Lots fish, of different. <laughs> Tortoise, you know, I haven't mask. seen them. They just they they've come in. Yeah. They've been shipped in, but I didn't, get a, I didn't get a chance to see them. Um, but I'm sure they're very nice. Have all these spaces as fishes, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, and then there's a shuttle. If you were on the west side, we're going to have a shuttle from oh, Lahaina really? the, to bring people down to. Now uh, that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. That's a. I don't know who came up with that idea. Was that your idea? Uh, I'm sure it was Marina's idea. Marina, our, our events brilliant, <laughs> brilliant idea. No one, I've never talked to anyone that came up with that idea before. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to be going and having drinks and having fun, you don't want to drive exactly. that long distance. Yeah, we want to make sure people can have have fun and not worry. So, Great idea. Uh, there's a shuttle from Lahaina, to and from uh, Lahaina. Uh, it's going to be held in the beautiful Waikapu Ballroom. The at Merrill the- Monroe House, for those who don't, you know, we all call it still the Merrill Monroe House. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it should be uh, quite a night. Peter Cater, as you said, is going to be our special performer. Okay, now and- Peter, you know, um, I hope you all know who he is, but my gosh, he is one of the most brilliant pianists you'll ever hear, truly inspired. He was just nominated for his 13th time for the Grammys. Um he has like 50 CDs out, and they're so brilliant. And I don't know how many of you know this. You may not know this, but Peter has a passion 
for the ocean and for whales and has actually done CDs about and with the whale sounds. Mm -hmm. And that's been one of his things that he's done. He's also extremely well-known and has done quite a few soundtracks. He was um, good friends with Robert Redford. And Robert Redford had him um, over to his house many times and had him involved in doing events that were environmentally friendly. Um, so Peter's background is kind of mind-blowing, and he's kind of, he's not the kind of guy who toots his own horn much, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's kind of low-key, but my gosh, when you hear him play, I every time I hear him play, I just get blown away. His latest CD I have here, and it's called Dancing on Water. And this one was really, really interesting. What he did is he has this great piano, and he has people lay underneath his piano. And he picks up the and they pick up the energy of his piano playing, oh, and good. he actually wrote pieces picking up on the energy of each person that was laying underneath the piano, picking up the vibes of all the piano strings and everything, and that's where "Dancing on Water," his latest one that got nominated for its Grammy, came from. You didn't know all that, I did you? I had no idea. <laughs> I know you're a huge fan. I am. Um, he's he's new to me. Um, I'm really looking forward to hearing him perform live because I'm sure that's going to be. Uh, a super special experience. It, it is, absolutely. And it's going to add to the elegance of this thing. Okay, so um, on this one, women, you get to kind of go, oh, what am I going to wear? <laughs> now you do. You get to go, oh, I get to wear my nice dress-up gown. I get to get all dressed up on right. this one, right? And you get to do that red carpet experience. So what are you going to mm-hmm. wear, Allison? I have no you, you idea. Gotta, you gotta get, it's just a month away. I have no idea. Yeah, I might have to go shop. This is going to call for a shopping I think expedition. So. So I think It's also gonna, a good excuse for that, to go out and I think get a new outfit. I think you have to do that. I just have to tell you, since we don't have a lot of choices here, you might want to go online or you can go to places that have bridal gowns mm-hmm. and get the uh, bridesmaids gowns sometimes. You That's can a get great some, idea. Yeah, well, you can usually get some pretty good deals on mm-hmm. bridesmaids gowns. Be right after Valentine's Day. So maybe, right. <laughs> maybe they'll have a sale. I'm just saying. You might you might get a good deal. But, I mean, so this is not just just a beautiful and elegant event as well. There will be dance, and you've got a mm-hmm. DJ coming in to play as well, right? Right. So we're going to end off the night, you know, on a real high note, just to have some good music and a dance floor so people can, you know, just have some fun, mm-hmm. and, and that's how we're going to end the evening. Um, and throughout the evening, though, we're also going to have presentations on uh, the theme of the event, which was... Um, you know, we've done a lot of work around whales and helping them, helping bring them back uh, from basically the brink of extinction. Yeah. Um, and now we're noticing that there, it's not that we're, we're noticing, but we're sort of turning our efforts towards marine animals um, that aren't as fortunate as mm-hmm. whales and are not having uh, as successful recovery. So mm. um, this benefit is for what we're calling the endangered five, mm. which are five cetaceans that are very close to being extinct. And, and, and I, I heard you or saw a press release in that, but I had no idea what five mm-hmm. cetaceans there are that are that close to extinction. There are. I mean, we're sure that there's more than five, but these are five that really within our lifetime could, could cease to exist. So um, one of them is a population that's found here in Hawaii is called uh, false killer whales. Um, I didn't know those were close to extinction. They are. They're very close to extinction. And uh, I have the numbers here. I can tell you how many there now, are. They, they sometimes are seen here. I know. Mm-hmm. I've seen pictures of people who take pictures of them here. Mm-hmm. There's estimates that there's less than 150 of them left of this particular population of false killer whales, which is 
actually a type of dolphin, but um, but they yeah, look very... like a whale. They're black and white, aren't they? Uh, yeah, that's why they kind of call them false killer whales because yeah. of their resemblance to orcas. Is that why people and... are killing them or something? Um, you know, it's not so much killing. It's more uh, in terms of degradation of their habitat and oh. overfishing and getting caught in fishing nets and uh-huh. um, it more environment. You know, environmental hazards that are being caused by human behaviors. Um, I did not know they were getting close to extinction. Mm-hmm. That's a shame. I, I, those are amazing. They're, amazing be- to watch. they're cute. The cutest they are animals. Cute. Uh, if you go to our website, PacificWell.org, you, and um, under the conservation page, there are pictures. Um, you can also adopt them. We have uh, in our adopt a whale. You need a big backyard. <laughs> <laughs> our adopt a whale and uh, false killer whale and dolphin program. We have a couple of false killer whales that are available for people to. Uh, virtually adopt so Mm -hmm. uh yeah you can learn a lot about them and they're they're very cute um and very close to you know to extinction they're about like 15 feet 12 feet they're not big they're not like big whales no they're not they're they're smaller yeah they're not i think i'm not um our researchers could probably speak more about it but i don't think they're quite as big as Mm -hmm. as humpback whales oh Um, no they're smaller for sure Mm -hmm. i've seen pictures I've seen pictures of them off the coast here, and, and they do come every now and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, this population is there; they are endemic to uh, to Hawaiian waters. So, uh-huh. um, and then there's a, uh, a marine animal called Maui's dolphin, which interestingly enough is only found in New Zealand, uh, even though it's called Maui's dolphin. Uh-huh. Um, and that population is also um, fighting for survival at this point. There's estimate of only 43 of what? these particular animals oh left and I've in never existence heard of them before mm-hmm. what do they look like a spinner or what do they look like um they actually they look kind of like a small dolphin i think they are pretty much the smallest dolphins oh. known um in the world so they're they're very small but they look just basically like miniature dolphins. So what do you do when it gets down to 43? That's extremely dangerous. It is. So we, there are groups and activists and advocates who are working to um, to help these populations of animals. And so this event, all the money that we raise, uh, we're going to be providing to organizations and to um, different uh, researchers in those particular regions who are working to protect these populations um, to support their work. They know what um, happened, why it's been, again, is it just because of the environment or situation of why they've, they've gotten down to only 43? Yeah, um, disease, pollution mm. of the ocean. Mm-hmm. There's um, there's a lot of mining that was going on in oh that my. region in New Zealand that really, that really um, impacted their, their ocean habitat. Oh, um, my. Yeah, so they um, every year it's basically going down in that particular uh, population. There's only they're thinking there's maybe ten who are reproductive females. So oh my gosh. the um, the thought that they would be able to you know with those low numbers to regenerate it's uh, it's not looking good right now. So we're, and we're the hoping sad to thing support is you do that. want to take them and take them out of the environment to breed them, but you almost have to take a few to save them to try to put them in a different environment if the environment's killing them. Um, well, I think the strategies will probably vary depending on the region and mm-hmm. who's working on it. So we just tried to find, you know, who who were the different groups and the different people who could um, most have an impact on helping to pres- 
to conserve these uh, these animals. Mm-hmm. And so those are the people that we're working with because we're not based in these areas. So mm-hmm. it's not something that makes sense for Pacific Well Foundation yeah. to try and have an impact on directly. So we want to support the people who, who we feel can best do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've already pledged $10,000 from Pacific Well Foundation to go to these um to these five populations and people working to preserve them. And uh, that's what the, the Masquerade Gala is going to raise additional funds that well, can be really distributed to, to them. No, no, that's, that's very important to know. And I know you mentioned that, but when I hear the stories of, of like this Maui dolphin with only 43 left, that's heartbreaking. That's mm-hmm. Uh, what are a couple of the other ones that are in, on the verge of extinction? So the other three that we identified uh, was the Chilean blue whale, mm. um, and it's one of the largest mammals uh, in existence, but there's so little known about them. They Scientists don't even really know how many there are left of them. Wow. So, um, they're different than the blue whale. Um, there's a a subspecies of blue, blue whale, whale that are um, particular to to this area uh, in Chile. Uh-huh. Uh, and then there's the Arabian Sea humpback whale, uh-huh. uh, which is one of the mo- most isolated groups of whales um, that exist. In it's in a very small... A very small area yeah. off the coast of Oman, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the only group of humpback whales that does not migrate. So between winter and summer, they are there in that area all year um, all year long. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they are also, let's see, let me just make sure my numbers are correct on how many there are of, there's less than a hundred estimated wow. of these particular, um, those particular animals. And then the, the vaquita in Mexico. Never heard of that one. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's, Porpoise, actually, and it's found off the coast of Mexico in the northern Gulf of California. Huh. And they're thinking that there's maybe 30 wow, fakitas you know, left. This this is kind of bothersome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't mean to bring you down. <laughs> no, but no, no I, I need to be informed, but I right. had no idea that there really were mm-hmm. some of these populations down to such low numbers. Right, yes. When you hear 30 of these, uh, is it called? Vaquita. Vaquita with the V. V V-A-Q-U-I-T-A. And that there's only 43 of these Maui dolphins. Mm -hmm. That's that's very disturbing. It is. And And once they're gone. I've never heard of it before. No one talks about this. This is the first time I've heard about it. And that's what we're we're trying to do is to bring awareness to these populations so that people can learn about it, can get more involved. Because um, one of the things that we, we say at Pacific Well Foundation is that extinction is forever. Yeah. So once these animals are gone, if it gets to that point, then that's it. You'll, there'll be no more vaquitas. There'll be no more Arabian Sea humpback whales, wow. um, no more Maui dolphins. So unless we start acting right now to preserve those populations and help them grow and survive in their, their natural environment, uh, it, yeah, it doesn't look good for them. Well, you know, I was reading something just the other day that was kind of mind-blowing um, about green sea turtles. They decided to check on the population numbers, and I think this is off Australia. And, of course, there's been different temperatures, rising waters and heat, and 
green sea turtles can change sexes. Mm -hmm. And they did this study, and they found that it was 117 to 1 have become females. Wow. 117 to 1. And they think it's because of the temperature of the water Mm -hmm. and because the females can lay more eggs when it's hot. But if there's only one male to 117 (laughs) females, what do you have happening here, you know? Right, right. I mean, so there's changes going on, and and Mm -hmm. there are major changes going on, and we see extinction going on. I mean, there's red flags everywhere. You did such a great job in the summer of doing that story about the plastic ocean mm-hmm. and bringing mm-hmm. that movie out. But when I heard the story, and I think Marina was the one in here telling me the story about what's happening, the fact that there is plastic particles in all of the ocean, right. that we are actually now polluting all of the marine mammals and all the fish and everything is being polluted by the fact of what we've ruined the ocean with these plastic particles. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's it's at a danger red flag time where we really have to do something. Definitely, yeah. We're see- I mean, by and large, the, the threats that these animals are facing are all uh, human-generated threats yep. and things that we could do something about. Um, it's not all dire news because if you look at humpback whales, the North Pacific population, for instance, in the 70s and 80s when uh, Greg Kaufman started Pacific Whale Foundation, there was less than 1,000 of those animals. And now we're looking at you know 23,000. So it is possible to, to bring them back yes. and to have them rebound and have, their, have them flourish. Um, but you and do there are have many to, places that before were killing the them, and now they're doing doing tours, or whale watches. <laughs> right, right. So they're seeing there's no more exactly. money involved in, in whale watches than there are in killing. But then oh, you definitely. see something about like this killing of the dolphins, and I don't want to go into the cove and all that. We oh, won't right, go. We won't right. go. We won't do that. Okay. Um, but I do want to say that also. You have some wonderful cruises happening with John Cruz yes, and yeah. with Amy Gilliam mm-hmm. and with um, Barry Flanagan and Hoppe mm-hmm. doing cruises. Right. And that there's also going to be a special uh, festival um, mm-hmm. happening and a film festival that's free. Can you mention uh, what's happening with the film festival? I think that's right. on the 17th. Or it's the day before. Uh, I think it's the 16th. 60, I think it's the day before the film festival. Um, the film festival is, yes, February 16th at mm-hmm. the Kaanapali Beach Hotel, and that's free. And we're going to be seeing some really exciting films and from filmmakers and digital media artists who are really passionate about ocean conservation. So it'll be a, a whole night of uh, beautiful films at Kaanapali. Friday the 16th. Friday the 16th. At, at which hotel? At the Kaanapali Beach Hotel. Oh, the, oh mm-hmm. great, great, great. Which great. We, we were there last year for the first year of that. So we're returning this year. Uh, it was very successful last year. We're looking for it to be even uh, bigger this year. And you know what? They have great room rates, too, They folks. do. So you and they're a great hotel. They're they are. wonderful to work with. They are. So you could even spend the night if you want to go up there and see the films and spend the night. <laughs> Uh, because exactly. it's really it's really good deals, but you mm-hmm. have to do that in advance because you know that's going to be kind of close to Valentine's to a lot of people on the island, right? So you might want to get a hold of that in advance as well. But gosh, there's so much going so on, so much, yeah, so much going on, and I know you're all super super duper busy. Um, so and I know you might not be able to remember everything, but you do want to get your tickets for the special masquerade gala going for this important cause of saving um, these amazing um, dolphins and whales from extinction go to maui whale festival.org that's maui whale festival.org and allison i know you're so 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 busy but i just want to thank you for taking the time 
and coming in and tell us about everything that's going on because it's very a very exciting month and and there's just a lot to be involved in to help out and um, I'm going to go out playing a little bit of uh, this dancing on water this is such a beautiful Peter Cater CD I love this CD the CDs will be available um, on the 17th at the King Kamehameha Golf Club as well and I'm sure he'd be very happy to sign them for you and uh, tell you about what he's up to. And by then, he, you know, more than Grammy nominated, he's got a good chance of winning a Grammy. So so thank you, everyone, for listening. And thank you, Pacific Whale Foundation, for doing all the amazing work that you do. It's really wonderful, and it's helping so much. And I look forward to going out on Friday and seeing the whales and getting out there on the water and, and feeling the magic that happens every time I go out there and see the whales and the babies and everything happening out there. Thank you, everyone, for listening. You have a wonderful one, and I hope to see you at some of these wonderful events. Keep supporting all these great causes, and a big aloha.